Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. We don't have my glamorous co-host this week. We have a glamorous co-host, not the usual glamorous co-host. We've got guest host. Find out why, find out what that looks like. Find out what that sounds like, depending on how you get your podcasts. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And the big one, people, is share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They will absolutely enjoy it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. You're watching on YouTube and you're like, what scenario brought this forth? Well, I like to get a guest. That's my thing. I'm the guest getter. That's why nine times out of ten there isn't a guest, because I'm, you know, rubbish. Um, But this week I was like, "Ah, I do like to do things a bit different, so... uh, I'm going to, I'm coining the phrase guest host. I think it, I think it works. Guest host. I listen to podcasts that have guest host, and I think yeah, that's not quite as good as if it was the actual host that I came to listen to. But that's not this podcast. This podcast is I reached out into the void and said, "Who's the right man for the job?" When the man himself isn't here. Who could even attempt to step into those shoes so vast? A man that runs his own podcast ship. Yes, that's that's where we're at. A man who has more wrestling memorabilia than the WWE. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you this week's Laces Out guest host, Mr. Stuart Woodmancy. How are you, sir? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm all good. I could have sworn that you were building it up to the end to be like the guy who you know just, but he wasn't available, so we got Stu on instead. <laughs> Honestly, I was fifty fifty, and I was like, I the the point where I was like, and I'm gonna do it. I went. Just remember, Stu is doing us a favor. So, like, let's let's <laughs> let's actually build build him up rather than shoot him down. It's fine. It's fine. I, I I know my place. Don't you worry. We're all good. <laughs> um, so yeah, you had you had guest duties this week, and we are a host down. Um, I believe some sort of. I, I mean, they say it can be done through keyhole surgery these days. Um, I don't know how. I, I didn't want to know. There was there was a lot of details involved. Um, he is due to return next week. Everything being well, you know, if he can if he can walk and stuff. Um, so fingers crossed. Uh, but Paul is not That's here. Just, 
the, the, the walking thing is just from the pacing he'll get for having how, uh, daring to have time away from the podcast. I don't want to lie, but uh, all I'll say is I've I've missed Paul this week. Um, sometimes I don't quite realise what goes into certain podcasts until somebody says, you do it, and I go, I don't know. So, yes, come back soon, Paul. We, we do miss you. I miss you. Um, look out for the many mistakes that will be featured in this podcast where I go, that's not, that's not, that's not right. But, Stu was due to be our guest. We were missing a host. Guest host. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about week 12 of the season, and we are going to be talking also previewing week 13. Mr. Williams has attempted, in his absence, to furnish us with all the tools we could require to make this go as smoothly as possible. Um, some of those things. I have to go to the phone for this one. Some of those things I have on my phone. And those things are... Not that. No, it's... Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Bear with me. Week 12. We had a guest prediction from the stats mistress. Me and Paul going up against each other. Guest predictions. We know how this works. You guys know how it works. Apparently, I'm new to this. Uh, series series six of the NFL podcast. Um, I do need to check, something. I do need to check with Mr. Williams is the scoring because it, it I, from what I what I read. Maybe I'm you know projecting, but from what I read, it seemed to say that I was nearly winning, which can't be right. Uh, in third place for the week, it's the guest, I'm afraid. Stats Mistress, um, halfway for ladies. Eight out of 16 games predicted correctly. Uh, Paul would normally tell you at this point in time what those were. I'm too dumb to work it out. I can try and do it on the fly if you like. That sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Uh, oh, no, it's here right here in front of me. Uh, Leon was let down by the Lions. Like the rest of us. Uh, the Saints. Like the rest of us. Uh, she did go for the Texans. She did go for the Bucks, the Patriots, the, the Cardinals... Uh, and the Vikings, those were the teams that let the stats mistress down. So, we know the guest didn't win. That just leaves the, the head honchos, Paul, me. Second, so it's not a giant win. Second, 11 out of 16... Paul Williams. 
Hall Williams was let down by everyone's favourite first game of the week, Lions. Saints, like everybody, he also went with the books. Uh, the Cardinals also let Paul down. And last game of the week, the Vikings. I mean, let's face it, all three of us picked the Vikings to win that game because, hey, who saw the Bears winning? The answer is nobody. Um, what that does mean is with 13 out of 16 games, I have won the week. Now, here's where things get a little bit strange because, uh, oh, I was let down uh, by only, only by the Lions, the Saints, and the Vikings. I predicted, according to this, I predicted all the other games. Now, uh, if, if I could transfer any of that to my fantasy standings, I might actually be in for a chance this season. Unfortunately, I cannot, and I'm bottom of the league. Um, so, as I'm reading this, up to this week, Paul had one and a half points. He did not win the week. No points. Guest was winning the week. Was winning the weeks with five and a half points. But the guest didn't win. No more points. I was second with five points. And I won the week. So reading what it says here, that... Now is it? Now I, I I personally don't believe it's true. I don't think it's right. I will need Mr. Williams it's, to confirm. It, it's all fallen into place, you see. What's actually happened is you've locked him in a cupboard and now you're taking over the scoring chart. That's what it is. No, no, no. Shut up. <laughs> no. no. I'll, I'll get the paint again, you. Anyway. Um... Something else to go through for last week. Now then, this is where our smooth sailing already falls down. Um, Paul knew his outcomes of the side bet. His games had all played by the time he sent me his results, which meant he could give his total. My side bet relied on the last game of the week, and Paul was phew, by that point. But he didn't give me the running total, so I don't know. I know I'm losing. I'm not, you know, and that has not changed this week. Uh, what I can tell you is this. Uh, one of Paul's predictions was the first game of the week, and he picked the Lions. Luckily for Paul, the Cowboys, the 49ers and the Titans all got it done. So he got three of four. I picked the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Ravens and the Vikings. So I got three out of four as well. We both got the same score, but Paul was... I know for a fact he was more than a week ahead. I believe what it says here is 34. I don't know if that includes this week. I, I don't know. 
So I can't tell you what the running total is. It'll all get corrected next week. What I can say is neither of us have got ahead from this week. And I know we're talking side bet right now and I know what you're thinking. But if he's not here, how is he going to do his side bet? We'll get to that in a bit. Now then. Almost all of week 12 is put to bed. Except, uh, as, I was, as I was discussing offline, um, the stats mistress screeched in at the end of the day. Screeched in sideways at the end of the day and was like, I, I've got no stats for you. And I went, unacceptable. So she ran off, ran off to the tinterwebs, picked up the finest stats she could possibly find I did ask her to double check that they they were for 2023 and she confirmed to me that they were for 2023 and she brought me and Stu the finest Italian stats I don't know why they're Italian she brought us some stats for week 12 of the 2023, I'm assured, 2023 season. They were brought to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. And they are brought to me. They are brought to you by myself. And Stuart Woodmancy. The first stat is whew, hefty. Let's get started because it's going to take a while. In the AFC alone Sunday, the number one seed traded hands four times. The Miami Dolphins beginning the day in possession of it until the Jacksonville Jaguars temporarily took hold of it before they surrendered it to the Kansas City Chiefs. All three clubs are 8-3, and three, but that perch reverted back to the Baltimore Ravens, 9-3, and three, after they outlasted the um, Los Angeles Chargers, uh, 2010 on Sunday night. So, so, sorry, Stu. Yeah, uh, we are so up and down this season. It's like for the Chargers, it's it's not it's not even a thing. Don't worry. Uh, number two sticks with the Ravens. Baltimore has its bye in Week 13, which is obviously good and bad. With three AFC losses more than Kansas City, Jacksonville, or Miami, the Ravens are not likely to retain that top seeding. Going into week 14. Number three. Matters are just as volatile at the bottom of the AFC's post-season table. Sunday began with the Houston Texans holding the conference final wildcard spot and ended with the Indianapolis Colts 6-5 and five, clinging to it. But only because the Buffalo Bills defense collapsed. In overtime at Philadelphia. You say that things aren't right with the Chargers. I offer you the Buffalo Bills. Let's rewind to the start of the season and go from there. And then let's look at the Buffalo Bills now. Something is wrong uh, with the Buffalo Bills. And I'm not entirely sure anybody's really sure what that is. Number four, Philadelphia is the first team in the league to reach 10 wins. Matching last year's 10-1 start, uh, 
and is two games clear of their closest NFC pursuers, the San Francisco 49ers, Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys in the race for home field advantage. I had a conversation with the stats mistress on... Gonna go out on a limb and say it was probably Sunday when we were sat watching the football. Um, and I have predicted, re-predicted the Super Bowl. Um, that stat may or may not have something to do with it. Um, but let's just put it this way. I think there have been more than a couple of times that a conversation has come up on the podcast about how great the Eagles are, how amazing they're doing. Uh, watched that game. That game had some of the best touchdown catches this season. It was insane. But every week or every now and then when we talk about the Eagles, we keep saying there's going to come a point where they're going to have like some sort of weird collapse at some point in time. And I was saying at uh, the weekend, wouldn't that be awful if it was smack in the middle of a Super Bowl number 5 the Eagles Jalen Hurts has at least 10 rushing touchdowns each of the past 3 seasons something no other quarterback has done twice in a row he's the first ever at his position to have 11 games with multiple rushing scores breaking a tie with Cam Newton, Hurts' 12-yard gallop to, to the paint in overtime gutted the Bills. Uh, number six, speaking of the Bills, Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who accounted for four touchdowns on Sunday and had a heroic effort in the epic loss to Kansas City, is now 0-6 in overtime during his NFL career. Um, something that came up um, in in that overtime thing was when they did the coin toss, and the, and the Bills were like, "Oh yeah, we we won the ball, we won the ball," and uh, I think it was a defensive player for the Eagles was caught on Mike saying it doesn't matter and just walked off, and it was like, oh. nice." <laughs> Uh, seven, and what for me is my final stat is this. Just a few days after firing long embattled Matt Canada, the Steelers topped 400 yards for the first time in 58 games and outgained their opponent for the first time this season in what otherwise would be forgettable 16-10 victory over the Joe Burrowless Cincinnati Bengals. I will say this, I... <laughs> I personally have very mixed feelings when it comes to, oh, we, we fired our head coach. It, it spans both American football and uh, football, football, soccer. I very much, I'm very much like, how much does a coach, a head coach, whatever, uh, affect the game in some ways? I know... Um, from a for for the sake of this, from a soccer perspective, I I always question it. I think there's a lot more to do with the players on the field rather than one guy. I I often feel there's a scapegoat element. Whereas in American football, 
there is that aspect of you do feel that they do affect the game that bit more that you know everything filters down from them they are very much the top of the totem um the Steelers looked like a diff a completely different team so I think that probably says something about my opinions of what what that position holds whether that was just them as a team trying to prove a point I know as a team they have struggled and been some certain players been quite vocal about their um, dislike for the uh, for the head coach at that point in time so maybe things are just clicking for them um, I had uh, I had Kenny Pickett as quarterback in one of the fantasy team leagues at one point, and he was woeful. And then recently, I saw some stats saying that he is like the third best quarterback in the league at the moment. It was like, how? So yeah, um, you know, always, um, always got a little soft spot for the Steelers, anyway. So yes, Stu, take away those their stats. Okay, so first one up on my list is, does anybody want to win the NFC South? It's the only division in the NFL devoid of a team with a winning record. I mean, if you're watching football and you're from that area, that's uh, pretty poor. Um, so next on the list, another memorable day for Houston quarterback CJ Stroud, who passed for 304 yards and a pair of touchdowns. With that effort, he became the first rookie to pass for at least 300 yards in four consecutive games. Stroud also ran for a team-high 47 yards and a score. Uh, I believe it's Mr Hansen that says that he uh, had himself a day, is how it's said. Uh... He did. He enjoyed all of that whilst uh, warming my fancy bench. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Um <laughs> I won't, I won't mention that too much, but yeah, thank you. Um, next on the list, two teams were betrayed by their kickers. New England Patriots rookie Chad Ryland missed a 35-yard field goal that would have tied the lowly New York Giants with three seconds to go. Saints rookie Blake Group was short on a 54-yarder with 26 seconds left. Though in fairness to him, he did score all 15 of his team's points and a conversion would have merely pulled the New Orleans, uh, pulled New Orleans within six points of the lead. Both the Patriots and the Saints traded more established kickers, Nick Folk and Will Lutz respectively, prior to the season. Now, I was watching Red Zone and watching that uh, the, the Patriots kick particularly. I mean, that was a low scorer, but I mean... Maybe in a way it saved us from having to watch any more of the game, at least. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's one of those Christ. things I have been saying for a while now. I'm not, I know I'm not the only person that's been saying for a while now. I would be very surprised, very surprised, to see Bill Belichick as head coach of the Patriots come the 2024 season. And I know, you know, he's done great things, he's done wonderful things, and he's done all this amazing stuff, and he's got all these rings, but... You know, it's the NFL. The biggest question is, what have you done for me lately? Mm. It's uh, well, not not quite to that extent, but 
old yellow in the sense his time has come to take him out back and uh, yeah yeah uh, anyway um, speaking of the uh, the kickers fuck for the Tennessee Titans and Lutz for the Broncos were perfect on a combined eight kicks PATs or field goals in victorious efforts on Sunday just to rub salt in the wound of the previous start obviously um, the Patriots fell to two and nine Head coach Bill Belichick's worst mark ever through 11 games, including his stint leading the Cleveland Browns. With a 45-10 beatdown of the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys ran their winning streak in North Texas to a league-best 13 games. Their average margin of victory there in 2023 is 29 points. And America's team has beaten all five of the visitors to Jerry World by at least 20. Second-year Cowboys cornerback Deron Bland broke the record for most pick-sixes in a season Thursday, taking back a misfire from Washington quarterback Sam Howell for 63 yards and the score. Um, Despite what we were saying about the Lions, they remain atop the NFC North and on track to win it for the first time. But maybe it's time to surrender their Thanksgiving tradition, given they've lost seven straight on Turkey Day. Uh, and finally, from uh, me on the stats, Las Vegas may have lost to the Chiefs on Sunday, but you know it's truly a new day for the organisation when the Raiders aren't penalised once. I feel like that is very much shots fired by the <laughs> the stats givers um, straight into the heart of Las Vegas. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I know the stats mistress likes to likes to end on a uh, on a funny, so I think that was maybe what that was. And I I know that uh, I, I think uh, Nate Davies also shares in her uh, joy of a little a little funny one to end with. Uh, that is a big book close on uh, week twelve. We've got week thirteen to talk about. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rattle through our picks because, weirdly, not much difference in the picks this week to the point where I was like, oh, me and Paul are going to need a tie... Oh, no, we don't need a tiebreaker because we've picked one game different. Uh, and then I had Stu's picks to the book, so I went, oh, damn it, we're going to need... A, we're gonna, we are going to need a tiebreaker because... Oh, well, actually, no. Because Stu's picked one game different. So between the three of us, we avoided a tiebreaker just about. As Stu pointed out, if the three different games all go a certain way, then we still need a tiebreaker. This is why, yeah, this is why I need... It'll be that possible maths that just swings round again. That's what, I, what it'll be. This is why I need uh, some help driving the boat. Um, what we'll do is we'll go through these. Uh, we'll we'll take a very short break and we'll come back and do the side bet. Unless I get through these real quick, uh, we shall see. So, first game of the week: the Seattle Seahawks take on the Dallas Cowboys. It's quite simple. It's quite easy. Everybody pick the Cowboys. Um. The Indianapolis Colts take on the Tennessee Titans. Again, we've all taken the Colts. It's simple, easy, no problems. Chargers take on the Patriots. Well, we've already discussed the Patriots and how 
terrible they are, we've all picked the Chargers. So, with me so far? Good. The Lions versus the Saints? Yeah, we've all gone with the Lions. Falcons, Jets? Yeah, we all went with the Falcons. I know what you're thinking. Cardinals, Steelers, there we go. Uh, no, we all went with the Steelers. Dolphins command. Uh, yeah, Dolphins. Now then. Broncos, Texans. Stu's like, I get it. It's the Texans. Paul, Texans. This guy goes, something's going on with the Broncos. And each week I predict that they're going to lose. For the last five weeks, I've been wrong. So let's change things up a little bit. And I have predicted the Broncos to win that game. Uh, the uh, the 1 and 10 Panthers going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No surprises, we've all gone with the Buccaneers. <coughs> Browns-Rams, I hear you say. Browns-Rams, everybody's gone... No. Myself and Stu, Rams all the way, baby. Paul's never never going to quite let those Browns go. He's picked the Browns. Now then. Hello? Is that game of the week? One minute, please. San Francisco 49ers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And... Again... I've picked the Eagles. Paul's picked the Eagles. But somebody went 49ers all the way, baby. Because Stu believes that this is the week where the Eagles take their second loss of the season. Yeah. It's one of those. It's the, it's the wobble. You were talking the wobbles. The wobbles come in. The wobble is now, coming. Now would be a perfect time. Absolutely. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Green Bay Packers. We have all picked the Kansas City Chiefs. And as previously mentioned, the Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati Bengals <coughs> take on the 8-3 and three Jaguars. 8-3 and three Jaguars. We've all picked the Jaguars. And if you were keeping score, or keeping note, or taking notes, or doing any of the things, you will notice that that means that we have three individual picks. Yes, it could still go to a tiebreak situation, and if that happens, we'll look at some sort of tiebreak situation. We'll cross that bridge when we come to him. What I mean by that is, that'll be for Paul to take care of. <laughs> Miss you, Paul. Um, those are the predictions. Those are the predictions. Uh, I I meant to get the uh, the buy. Uh, I know from the stats that it's the Ravens. Um, I can't tell you who the other team is off the top of my head. But what I can tell you is this: myself and Stu are going to take a little break. It won't matter to you. You'll you'll it'll be instantaneous for you guys. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and we're going to try and get into this side bet situation because uh right is this is this the bit where during the break <coughs> that you send me the money so that i can pick all the send, rubbish that paul send you the money oh 
Damn, I, I said it on... Oh, man, I thought you'd stop recording. Sorry. Oh, I'll edit it out. It's fine. I, I can edit okay, it. I cool, can do cool. I can do stuff like that. It's fine. He'll never know. They'll never know. No one will know. Right. Um, I'll edit this. We'll catch up in a minute. Two ticks. Recording in progress. And just like that, they returned. For us, it was... Two minutes for you guys. Two seconds, you know. Uh, right here it is. The the bit I was dreading, if I'm honest. Um, we've got the side bet to go through. Um, Paul has allowed Stu to pick up his picks. I don't want to say it's big dick energy, but <laughs> you can call him what you like when he's not here. <laughs> what he's what he's saying is that he's that far ahead that Stu could predict four losses, and it won't affect his score. That's why I'm hearing. That's that's how I interpret things. But you know, that's how I am. Um, me and Paul drew last week, and I'm losing. So that means I get the whole do picked whether I go first or put you in what's about. Or, um, pretty much not a scenario where I'm not going to pick to go first in this because I got to get the the banker. So I looked through all of the games and went, I've absolutely no idea, because you know, do you pick the first game of the week? Scott, it's got every opportunity to go wrong, so maybe not. So, here's what I'm thinking. I am going to pick a, a solid... Miami Dolphins to beat the Washington Commanders. That is not where I thought you were going from the off. No, no. Me neither. I'm just... <laughs> Stu, you now need to pick two games. Yep. Okay. And much like you, my, my first one was kind of in the thought bubble all along, which is fine. But from there, we'll, we'll see. And I will apologise in advance to Mr Williams right now. Um, my first selection is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. So, remember when I said find the team that's the worst and then pick the team that's playing against them? That's the game I was talking about. Yep. So, the two the two games I had in mind for my starting ones would have been the one you picked and then the one I ended up with just then. From this point onwards, it is quite literally anybody's guess. Um... However, for pick number two, purely because of the uh, Joe Burrow situation, I'm going to pick the Jags to beat the Bengals. Okay. My next two picks, I will take the Chiefs to beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, it's one of those... The Packers could 
end up getting a a, ga a good game and the Chiefs could end up having a bad game. But, and, yeah, go on, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I said I had, I had a little bit of a soft spot. I'm going to prove it by saying the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat the Arizona Cardinals. So, Stu, you now have the difficult task of picking two more. Mm. Well... Rightly or wrongly, I will go with the Falcons to beat the Jets. Okay. Um, I have had uh, Bijan Robinson on my fantasy team this year. Seems to be doing some good numbers. Absolutely. Um, even when he's not necessarily putting the ball over the line, he's, he's still picking up some points. So I've kind of they're they're in my kind of. Uh, thoughts more often than they were last season put it that way mm -hmm. um, so yeah so Falcons has picked three and then oh man I don't know if I can I don't know if I can do this without hearing screaming from the cupboard at your house um, but do I do I do I just go the homer pick because of how bad the Pats were last week I think I think it's going to have to be. So I'm I'm going to go Chargers to beat the Patriots. Honestly, if you hadn't have picked it, I was going to. I know there's that never bet on your own team thing, but it feels a bit like the only one left that I could comfortably sort of hope for. I think. Yeah, there's, you know, there are games out there that on paper stand out as absolute bankers but when you're dealing with certain teams who have that yeah they're having a great record right now but they are one bad game away from not is the week that you need a win the week to pick that team so i now have two games i'm looking at and it might just come down to purely numbers and i I'm probably going to regret it because I regretted it previously. But I am going to take the Detroit Lions to beat the New Orleans Saints. My other game would have been the Cowboys to beat the Seahawks. But <clears throat> for me, the Cowboys are a team that no matter how well they're doing, they've always got a bad game in them. Um... As we've seen from last week, so have the Lions. So it's not like I'm saying they're going to be absolutely the team out of those two. And I'm sure, knowing my record for things, I will regret all decisions. So, just to recap, Stu has picked... Uh, I should have probably looked at who they were against. Stu has picked the Bucks, the Jags... Yeah, beat the Panthers. Yep. The Jags... Oh, I've, the I've, I've got the I've got the games there. Uh, the Falcons, 
be the Jets. And the Chargers to be the Patriots, as we know. Yep. I have taken the Dolphins. To beat the Commanders. The Chiefs to beat the Packers. The Chiefs to beat the Packers is correct. The Steelers. To beat the Cardinals. And the Lions to beat the Saints, I believe it is. That's right. Which... I mean, whoever thought that was going to be a pick? The Lions to beat the Saints. Mental. It's it's another. It's certainly shaping up to be another one of those just crazy seasons. Um, according to my to-do list, that there is our final piece of business. Do you have anything else you would like to offer up to the gods of NFL football? Um, no, only that uh, I'd seen in the news that Mr. Aaron Rodgers has been activated back into practice from his uh, Achilles. That was, I don't know if this is this is purely the wrestling fan in me, but it's like, oh, he's going to be out all season. Oh, he's going to be he's going to be gone for the year. It's like, what's that? Who's this? That music that's playing in the stadium. Here he comes. Like he's sort of yeah. So coming back from uh, from injury ahead of predicted, seemingly. I wonder if he's had some sort of uh, weird therapy. He loves an injection or not, doesn't he? So. From the point he was injured, um, it was always put out there that he was in line for some experimental surgery. Uh, and apparently, from what I remember at the time, it was the first time ever that this surgery had ever ever been performed. A little crossover there fire. Um and because of this experimental surgery, it was gonna reduce his recovery by X amount and allow him to return this season. There was this whole thing about basically the Jets just had to hold on because Aaron Rodgers was coming back, even though the week after the week he was injured, the head coach is like, "Well, you know, it's a fifty-three-man team, and he's just one of those people. So, you know, our team isn't just built around him. We've got we've got other men. It's like, yep, as you've shown over the last twelve weeks, eleven weeks, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, so, yes." Uh, from what I saw today, Aaron Rodgers has been activated to a it's either twenty one day or thirty day practice roster practice schedule. Uh, I don't know what that actually means, other than I presume in those thirty days he then has to take a designation as in either injured, out, or whatever. Um, he always said from from day one of recovery he would return in December um, yeah he seems to be on track got, for that sorry go on it says that they've got to declare um before the 20th of December um whether they're going to activate him from the injured reserve or not yeah basically. that's that's what I believed it was um now obviously if you take yourself over to certain areas of the internet there is a group of people that will happily tell you that the first play 
is going to feature his leg exploding. Um, I think there's probably, I imagine if you walk into a bookie somewhere, they'll probably take some of your money off you for odds on that one. Um, would you want to back a Aaron Rodgers returning from injury to take the Jets to victory? I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting to sort of see it unfold one way or another. Obviously, he's kept himself very busy by appearing on the... He's like a additional host on the Pat McAfee show. And he's just there all the time saying wild stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, if he, if he does come back on the 20th, if they activate him on the 20th of December and not before, the next game is away at the Commanders. So it's it's not an, it's not an unwinnable game, that, either. It could have only been better if it was away at Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd just be like, I'm going to give that one a miss, thanks. In, in fairness to him, he's coming back into a bit of a dross fest because... His commander, if his if his final three regular season games he gets to play away at the Commanders, at home to the Browns, and then at home to the Patriots, like <laughs> I mean, he might he might not want to come back. Yeah, but at the same time, he's probably timed it perfectly to do the most damage. If he if he returns even partially healthy and they can rally some sort of receiving core that can just do something, they they could actually be in with a chance. I saw something that popped up the other day and I was like, "Man, that's gotta that's gotta suck." It was uh, just remember the only team. To beat the Eagles this season is the Jets. And then it went on to say, and let's not forget, the only quarterback to beat the Eagles this season is Zach Wilson. And I was just like, wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're 10-1, uh, we're and one guys. We've got this one sewn up. Who did you lose to? We'd rather not talk about it, thanks. What was it like? The Chiefs? Bills? Ravens? No, it was the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Okay, lovely, thank you. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you later. So there we go. Finishing on a high. Um, it's... It's my job, my sole responsibility to thank Stu for uh, turning up and turning out and being the best guest host he can be. So thank you to you, sir. Uh, thank you. Big thank you to anybody that took the time out to listen and or watch. Um, we will almost definitely be welcoming, welcoming back Paul next week. There may be a guest. Maybe we'll just make the guest host thing a, a reality a week in, week out. 
who knows. Uh, but yes, until then, watch the games, let us know what your predictions are for this week, next week, any week. Get in touch, let us know. Um, you know, maybe you feel that Stu could, you know, alternate with Paul week in, week out. Let us know. Right, thank you very much. Uh, we will catch you later. I will certainly see you later. Uh, but until then, it's bye from us. And we shall bye. see you later. Bye. So there we go. Watch things up. Big thank you for Stu for joining me. Big thank you to Stu for joining you. Big thank you for you for joining us. Big thanks, basically. A lot of thanks out there in the world. Before you leave, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. Thank you for listening, thank you for watching, thank you for being here. Uh, until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.